0: 630 Chad inside sports with Reed Wilkins weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad
1: early in the second period 1-1 Bruins and Maple Leafs Bergeron and Marner the goal scorers seven and a half minutes left in the first period in Washington the Capitals up 1-0 on the Hurricanes later tonight eight o'clock start in Calgary it's the Flames taking on the Avalanche at the Masters Bryson DeChambeau and Brooks Kepka. Tied for the lead, both men shooting 6-under 66s today. Phil Mickelson all alone in third, one shot back at 5-under. Tiger Woods 2-under today. He's in a group of players tied for 11th, which includes Canadian Corey Connors. The Blue Jays up 3-0 on the Red Sox. That is in the top of the third. And live here at the Gary Mo Autosports, or pardon me, the, uh, (laughs) let me, let me, uh, let me do that again. The Gary Moe Co- Mo Auto Group Sportsplex, that's what I'm trying to say. In Lacombe. so excited to be here, I can't spit the name out. It is in the third period of an Allen Cup quarterfinal with the Rosetown Red Wings from Saskatchewan leading the Southeast Prairie Thunder from Manitoba. 4-1, 11 minutes left in the third period. Tonight, the other quarterfinal in his will take on Hout Madawaska from New Brunswick and earning buys to the semifinals tomorrow We're the host, Lacombe Generals, along with the uh, Stony Creek Generals, a few teams named Generals. They are from Ontario. Okay. Thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. Great to be here in Lacombe, the Allen Cup Tournament, one I am very, very familiar with, and it's uh, a joy to be here, briefly anyway, taking one in again. When I st- started my first official job in broadcasting in Lloyd Minster back in march of 2000 it was a month before lloydminster hosted the allen cup so that was one of my uh, first big events to cover and one of my first memories of uh diving into the broadcasting industry and that was a fun one the format was uh, slightly different then it was a four-team tournament instead of the six that we have now i uh, still remember the teams you had the lloydminster border kings as the host you had the regina rangers in the tournament, who had won uh, Saskatchewan and then beat the Manitoba team to qualify. You had the eventual champion, Powell River Regals, out of BC, and from uh, Quebec, you had the St. George Garaga. And if you're asking yourself, as I did at the time, what kind of a nickname for a team is Garaga? Well, it's very simply, very simple. They were sponsored by a company called Garaga that was indeed a garage door company and that was also their logo their logo was a partially open garage door I kid you not their logo was a partially open garage door so kind of unusual uh, and one of the one of the things I always remember that tournament was a player on the Garaga got thrown out of the tournament for body checking the referee in one of the games and I I remember watching this the uh, I can't remember who they were playing but the opposing player had the puck inside his own blue line and was starting to move it up ice and the uh, Garaga player went at him to deliver a body check and the referee was kind of in behind him and the Garaga player missed the body check and just kept going and plowed into the referee and delivered what I would call a perfect form body check the, the problem was it was on the referee and not an opposing player. So you tend to get in trouble for that. And there was uh, one one assistant coach on the Garaga who was the only one who did interviews. They said nobody else on the team spoke English. I don't know if that was true or not. We never got to talk to them. So he had to come out and, and do the interview and say that it was an accident and all that kind of stuff. But it was, it was ruled not to be an accident. Uh, it didn't look like an accident. But that was one of the first things I remember. Okay, so... Thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. Happy to hear from you as well. 780-496-0063 is our phone number. You can also text 636-39. Uh, nine minutes left in this game. And it's uh, Rosetown out of Saskatchewan leading the Southeast pra- Prairie Thunder 4-1. And again, the other semi tonight. Should be a, it, it, It's pretty full for this game considering it started at 4 in the afternoon. And we do get a goal here. Right in front of me by Southeast. So it's uh, now 4-2 for Rosetown with eight and a half minutes left. Should be a, a pretty good crowd for an afternoon game. This game started at four here in Lacombe. And uh, obviously neither of these teams an Alberta team. But a, a pretty good crowd here in the rink. Should be full tonight for Innisfail as, uh, as they take on the Panthers. Quarterfinals today, semifinals tomorrow. And then the championship game will be on Saturday. Uh, Following the NHL playoffs, Backstrom has his second goal of the game for the Washington Capitals. They go up 2-0 on the Hurricanes, and there's about uh, five and a half minutes left in the first period in that game. Man, what a night of action last night to get the Stanley Cup playoffs underway. The Blue Jackets with the unlikely comeback. Four goals to come back from a 3 nothing deficit to beat the Lightning 4-3. You had the Islanders and Penguins go to overtime. The Islanders win at 4-3. New York started fast in that one. They had a goal disallowed on an offside challenge. Then they scored one that countered. It goes to overtime. They, they had a video review in overtime about a you know player crashing the net. Did the puck go over the line? Was there goal interference? And then they got the winner. St. Louis comes from behind to beat the Jets 2-1. The Stars get a 3-2 win. Over the Predators and uh, San Jose pulling away from the Golden Knights to win that game 5-2. So the, the the opening night of action in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Living up to all the hype. One of the greatest things to watch. I got to say this is, it, for, in my mind, sports watching wise, this is one of the greatest weekends of the year. Because you have the Stanley Cup playoffs going on. You will have all eight series continuing all the way through the weekend. Obviously nothing's going to end by the time the weekend starts. And you have the Masters. And I got to watch a little bit of that today before driving down to Lacombe. So uh, pretty cool stuff to see that going today. And man, Duchambeau and Kepka both six under 66. They were able to uh, put it together on the back nine of their rounds. Both of them were just one under at the turn and both go five under on the back nine. Tiger Woods hanging around. And one of my all-time favorites in the world of golf did not have a great day. They call him the Duck Two-time major champion, former Masters champion, and Hel Cabrera, a 10 over 82 today, and he's in last place. But he's got a green jacket in his closet. Well, actually he doesn't because they don't let them take the jackets home. They have to leave them at no that's true. They they, they win the Masters, they get the green jacket, and then for a year they can go around and wear it out in public or to events i don't know if they're encouraged just to hey i'm gonna wear it to the a and w oh i got mustard on it well they could probably afford the dry cleaning or just to make him a new jacket but then you have to leave the green jacket at augusta and if you win the masters more than once you don't get a second green jacket they just put the one that is already yours on you again for the ceremony so when you say uh, Jack Nicholas has six green jackets, he actually has one green jacket that just got refitted as he got older and, and a little heavier throughout his career. Anyway, <laughs> the the Masters the Masters are underway. So obviously fun to keep an eye on that throughout the weekend. Okay, it is 6-14. We are live in Lacombe. We're going to be joined by uh, a few guests throughout the show here at the rink. You'll hear from Edmonton Eskimos linebacker, Corey Jones will also bring you Bram Stephen, the head coach of the Spruce Grove Saints, all coming up inside sports on 630 Chet. Mitch Marner getting his second of the game. This one's shorthanded. About six minutes into the second period. Maple Leafs leading the Boston Bruins 2-1. Capitals now up 3-0 on the Hurricanes late in the first period. Backstrom with two and Ovechkin with one. Avalanche and Flames coming up later on tonight. Uh, One of the stories last night was, of course, the Blue Jackets coming back to beat the Lightning. They'll play again tomorrow. And John Tortorella, the coach of the Blue Jackets, never... Never one to not give you a good or an interesting quote. Here's what he uh, had to say earlier.
0: I'll tell you right now, this rum smells of B.O. I'll tell you. My, my gosh. I, before No, it's not me. It's not me. I, I walked into it here. and So does that end this thing here? Okay, thank you.
1: Well, that, I find it odd that he would f- find bad body odor in a room full of media people because i know from experience we ain't exercising or working out before we go into the coach's room but i guess maybe someone forgot their deodorant we are live in Lacombe at the allen cup quarterfinal action three minutes left in the third period of rosetown leading southeast from manitoba 4-2 so they're looking good to advance the general manager of the Lacombe generals the host of this tournament is jeff mckinnis who joins me now jeff great to
0: see you how are things going oh good sorry i'm late I'm- it's the same old deal it's like it's like watching bull durham i'm doing this i'm doing that i I can't seem to stay standing up standing up straight here but sorry for being late but thanks for having me
1: no this is great to see you and uh you know i i really enjoy being here tonight and, and getting to take in some allen cup hockey again talk a little bit about just uh lacombe supporting this tournament because uh you know I parked further away from this rink than I do from Rogers Place. <laughs> like people were still coming out for the four o'clock game even.
0: Yeah, well we, uh, when we moved from Bentley we knew this was the right spot, but we just had to, you know, there was it was a hunch it was a hunch that all the things would add up to make a successful location for a team like ours. There was history here. There was a the Lacomb Rockets team for years that played here and uh, they were passionate about it and they get big fans and here we are all these years later. And we 've become you know exactly the model what you want you want a town of this about this size that can support it because you have enough businesses you have enough uh, volunteers you have enough fans um, but you're not in a big city where you get lost Ontario they suffer from getting lost they'll be you know they'll be s- clamoring to get half this much people or this many people to watch their games next year at the Allen Cup the uh, the geography the history the venue um, the, the administration of the city wanted us. That's a big part when the town actually wants you. The people that run the town say, hey, that'd be good for our town to have. So LaCombe's uh, been a heck of a find for us.
1: Well, and of, and of course, yeah, you were known as the as the Bentley Generals for uh, for most of the team's history. I, I mean, tell me just a little bit about how how tough that was to leave, though, but but yet, why a move uh, made sense at that time?
0: Well, the romance, I think, had worn off. We had, w- there was a there was a novelty to being in this little you know one horse down of Bentley, and uh, to have a team of our caliber. And, but people then started to say, "Well, geez, that rinks a little cold. That rinks a little out of the way." Uh, and and so the fans weren't coming. But yet on the road, our opposition would get their best crowd, and so uh, it <laughs> it became very apparent that you know we were going to have to move at one point and. And make it new again. And, uh, and that's what it did. It made it new again by coming here. And it's better. It's just it's just a better fit. We had some wonderful times in Bentley. I mean, a, um, a Friday night game or Saturday night game. And then in the monkey top after, a lot of good memories. The fans, <laughs> we had a passionate group no matter where we went. And still today, those same people, no matter where we go, they're with us. We could be in, in Powell River or in Brantford, Ontario, or Clarenville, Newfoundland, or on Pluto. And those fans, they come. And so uh, they understood it. It was hard at the time. I think it was maybe like a kid leaving home when they're maybe they felt it was time to leave home. But uh, no, it was uh, it was a hard decision, but it was a band-aid. Once you got it off, everything was was fresh again.
1: A lot of pressure here by Southeast. They have a power play with their goalie pulled, but down two in the last minute. Just had a great save here by the Rosetown goaltender. It's 4-2 with 40 seconds left. The Generals, first in Bentley and now in Lacombe, have played in nine of the last 11 Allen Cup championship games, winning three of them. So, I mean, that's a couple generations of players. How have you kept it rolling?
0: Yeah, it's a double-edged sword there. It's, we're pretty proud to say we've been in the national title game nine in the past 11. But, boy, there's some scars that, uh, you know, you, you felt like you had a few of those games. We were up 4-3 in the third last year and uh, found a way to not win that game. So, yeah, we've been in, a, in it, uh, yeah, pretty impressive. But I'm not out.
1: talking about, I, I'm, not, I'm not, I'm not, I mean, I'm, I'm focusing on the consistency I here. I know,
0: and so, yeah, it's hard. I guess I'm saying, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's been a great run. Uh, the, it, the losses sting as much or more than the, than the championships uh, make you proud. And so, uh, yeah, those three rings and those banners at the end of the building that you're looking at down there, those are pretty cool. Very proud of them. They've made us, you know, Yeah, yeah, our organization's pretty proud of our history. But uh, I think the challenge, uh, you run faster when you're chased. Right. And uh, I feel like trying to get back there again and and prove that it wasn't a fluke, uh, that drives us. And so losses, I mean, the Buffalo Bills syndrome, boy, if we didn't have those three wins, we'd feel pretty bad about ourselves. But uh, we, uh, yeah, no, it's been a great run. Uh, not something you see you see very you know i don 't think it 's been done before to be honest but but uh, we're yeah we 're hoping that we can maybe climb the mountain one more time instead of getting real close to it
1: so I, I mean the the Allen Cup hockey West League as it 's called now used to be called the Chinook League I mean Innisfail's in the Allen Cup this year, Stony Plains had an excellent program, and uh, you have Fort Saskatchewan as well, and Rosetown plays in your league though obviously they're they're in saskatchewan so Tell me a little bit about finding players. Like, who do you, will you try to get ex-WHL guys? Will you try to bring guys from Central Alberta who might have been playing in the AHL or ECHL or, or even in Europe? And it must be incredibly competitive with those other teams in Alberta.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, the good thing is this is hockey country. This is where all the young men come from. You look at the AJHL and the Western League and, and all these leagues, I mean, this is where young men, uh, young hockey players come from. So you just got to find them. On the way out of their career, and uh, you know, th- th- our situation is pretty attractive. I think to the young men uh, who could still play the game, and maybe we can help them find some work, uh, get them situated at home. Use this use this senior as a as a fulcrum or as a as a way to, a tool to get out of the pro game or the collegiate game, mm-hmm. and into real life.
1: Jeff McInnes joining us on Inside Sports. We're in Lacombe for the Allen Cup. The first quarterfinal just ended. Rosetown hanging on to uh, beat Southeast 4-2. Shots 41-27 in favor of the Southeast Prairie Thunder. And we were talking earlier, this was not the goaltender you expected from Rosetown? Because he, he was really good. This he effort. was
0: excellent, and and so he's been their number two this year. He's played less. Uh, he's you know in key games that we've seen him as the backup. So I don't know if it was uh, through injury or a hunch for the boys from Rose down to Selective, but he was wonderful today, and they got some yeoman efforts from from some of their uh, Jared Jagos being named the, the, their game MVP. But, they got some big efforts from their veterans uh pretty impressive there we were talking earlier about their defense they were only playing four or five d-man yeah. D- and that was early in the first so they, they handled it all, all game all right so uh you guys
1: obviously now everybody in your pool went one and one in the round robin but you guys got through on the gold differential formula so you got the buy into the semifinal. tell me about uh, the team this year and how you feel they played through their first two games
0: well, boy we played pretty solid we we were one and one yet i thought we were wonderful in the first game a couple glaring errors uh the other team the, the southeast team that just got eliminated uh, beat us in the first our first round robin game and they were they were good on their power play and their goalie played spectacular and i think we had we just shy of 60 shots i think the shots were late high 50s to fit 22 58 22 or something with the shots the puck yep. was in there in quite a bit but they they held us off and and then so i was pretty proud of that effort so it was hard to shake off, and then we got the next day and we came out and we scored four quick girl goals, and that was the story of that game. Uh, it was over in a hurry. But uh, the New Brunswick team got their legs under them, and the, you take away the first 12 minutes of that game, it was pretty even. And so uh, I like our effort so far. Our men seem hungry. But uh, the margin of error is pretty small now because there's no training wheels. There's no right. playoff games uh, do or die. Are
1: you able to stick around after the 6.30 news? Because I just want to ask you some bigger picture stuff about senior AAA hockey in Canada, where it it could be headed, and about the future of the Allen Cup, because I think there's an interesting discussion to be had there. Jeff McKinnis is here. He is the general manager. of the Colm Generals. We are live at the Allen Cup in Lacombe. This is Inside Sports on Eskimos and Oilers Radio 630. Chad. The Bruins 2-1, five minutes left in the second period. After the first, Capitals up 3-0 on Carolina. Later, Calgary home to Colorado. Bryson DeChambeau and Brooks Kepka tied for the lead after the first round of the Masters, both 6-under-66. Phil is one shot back. Blue Jays leading the Red Sox 5-3. That is in the bottom of the fourth. Serge Lajoie, after one year coaching... In Kamloops, the uh, team announcing that they have uh, mutually parted ways with Serge Lajoie. They lost 4-2 in, uh, in a seven-game series to Victoria in the first round of the WHL playoff. Serge, of course, the three previous years was the interim coach of the U of A Golden Bears. Well, I think, Jeff, do you want to sub out and then can you pop in later since we got our player here right away? All right. Jared, hey. nice to meet you. Reed Wilkins from 6:30, Ched Edmonton. We're doing this week. We are live. Jared Jagow, nice to meet you. Nice to talk to you from the uh Rostown Red Wings. You guys just scored a 4-2 win over the Southeast Prairie Thunder in your uh, quarterfinal. Thanks a lot for dropping by. Uh, take me a little bit uh, through that game. I mean, I, I thought both teams played pretty well. They wound up with uh, with over 40 shots. What do you think the difference was for you guys today?
2: Uh, I think just our work ethic. We kept on it a little bit more. And uh, I mean, they're a good team. We've had a a lot of good battles with them over. Uh, Well, the last seven years, I believe, uh, they beat us out in the final back in 2012 and Lloyd hosted it and... And uh, yeah, that feels pretty good to, to beat him in that in that game there. So,
1: all right, uh, what about so now you go into the semifinal? I, I guess you still don't know who you're going to play. We got to wait to see what uh, what happens tonight. This tournament, though, I mean, is a bit of a grind. It could be now since you guys had to play a quarterfinal, it'll have to be five games in six days yeah. for you to win it. So you're a little over halfway
2: there. Yeah, a little over half. Uh, it is a fun tournament. Um, you're right; it is a battle. Um, it's nice to have a day off on Tuesday. Uh, ultimately, you want that day off today, but uh, under the circumstances, uh, you know what? Sometimes life deals you some tough cards. So Thursday night, Thursday afternoon game—that's that's not too bad, I guess. So, all right, Jared, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself here. Where, where are you from? Uh, born in born in El- or uh, actually born in Rose Town, Saskatchewan. Moved 20 miles south down to Elros and grew up there till I was uh, 15, and. And uh, my family moved back to uh, Rolestown. My dad bought the accounting firm there. And my sister and my mom and dad moved back there. And, and uh, he owns the accounting firm still. Mom owns a decorse. A core store there, and I'm married with four children. And I farm uh, just northwest of town, out by Herschel, Saskatchewan. So,
1: all right. I, I mean, I know from covering, and, and, we're, and we're just meeting here on air, so yeah. I'll tell you. I I, I worked in Lloyd Minster from 2000 to 2007. All right, so I Covered the Lloyd Border Kings and, and some Allen Cups along the way. Yeah. So I, I really appreciate this tournament, this level of hockey, and there was uh, a lot of great stories. I mean, as soon as I started watching you guys today and saw some names, I was like, oh wait, he was he was on the U of S. He <laughs> was on the U of A. I, uh, another guy who played. I think Canada both of our
2: Back ends from, uh, from
1: the U of S. And uh, and, and Sam Classen, he was playing in Germany. Yeah. from yep. in Germany. So, yep, so yep. You got, uh, I don't know as much about you. So your mm-hmm. hockey career, were you,
2: well, first of all, take us through maybe, you know, Bantam, Midget Junior. What was that like for you? Yeah, for sure. Uh, played my Bantam in Elro, Saskatchewan, um, just A hockey. Uh, went, uh, well, I guess in grade 10, so first year midget. Played double A midget in Rostown. That's kind of when we moved the big whopping uh 20 miles north and uh and played double a there and then played uh another year double a in rostown my second year midget and then took the i went and played moose jaw uh triple a with the generals for ray, ray Wareham down in uh in moose jaw and actually played with uh, matt delahaye there on our our team we've been really good good friends since there, in each other's weddings and everything so from there uh i wasn't drafted or nothing to the western league went and played in regina for the Pats for a couple years got got traded over with uh the younger LeBlanc, Devin, on Southeast Prairie Thunder there. So we played together in PA, and then I got traded out to Seattle, I guess, is where, also with uh, Devin LeBlanc from the Southeast team there. And came home and went and finished my junior career, my 20 year old career in Lloyd Minster, junior A for the Bobcats. And well, okay, so what year were you there? That would have been 20. 20- after end, I was gone. 2010, maybe? Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah,
1: after I was gone. Okay, so, uh, now, playing in the WHL, what kind
2: of a player were you? Oh, a grinder. Third, third. <laughs> penalty killer, <laughs> yeah. Didn't even hesitate. Eh? No, not not at all, no. I didn't <laughs> find my hands till I was about 20, 22 probably, I guess. So, uh, yeah, I didn't find my confidence till then. Absolutely. I was I was definitely a third, fourth grinder, so. It not just, even much of a grinder, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you played. I, I just
1: brought up your page. You, you played about 150 more WHL games than most people, <laughs> so that's not bad. I mean, that that's such a cool journey. I mean, we, you know, the, the the McDavid's and Crosby's of the world get all the headlines, but there's so many great stories. And just for you to grow up. In Saskatchewan and, and play in the WHL and, and get th- and like and like you said undrafted yeah so, yeah for sure that was like did you uh, how did you how were you recruited by the Pats or how did you finally get on there
2: yeah they listed me actually when I played uh, major AAA in Moose Jaw and uh, I mean at that time I, I was living in in Moose Jaw and uh, you know the rivalry between Moose Jaw and Regina right like right. it was like oh Regina just listed me I'm like oh, <laughs> you know <laughs> um, I think it was uh, who was the head of their scout Todd Ripplinger, I believe at that time came down to talk to me and. And, you know, I was like, ah, I don't know, I'm 17 years old. And, and at that time, right now, going in as an 18-year-old rookie and ended up going into their camp and, and making the team. So I, I really enjoyed Regina. It was one of my favorite spots. My uh, girlfriend at the time, or my wife now, but my girlfriend at the time ended up coming two years down the road. She moved there and started taking school. So it was, it was kind of like a second home to us. We liked that. We had a condo there. And, uh and, uh, she, yeah, she did all her, sk- her university there. So when she was 20 to 25 t- before we moved back home to the farm in Rosetown,
1: Jared Jago joining us from the Rosetown Red Wings. They just scored a four, two quarterfinal win over the, uh, Southeast team from Manitoba in the quarterfinal here at the Allen cup. Okay. So, you know, hockey DB is not always reliable. Yeah. Uh, two games in Corpus Christi, or was it actually more than that?
2: Uh, no, I think it actually was, two. So I, what's I w- the
1: story about Because that's in Texas, right?
2: Yeah, that's so in the, read the Gulf of, yeah, read <laughs> the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, 20 years old, full of piss and vinegar, I guess, uh, hop in a car and, and head down there, right, for the love of the game. And I uh, ended up going down there, went to their camp and stuff like that, stuck around for a couple of weeks, ended up playing two games, and and that's when uh, the flush of players come down, right? And oh, okay. all of a sudden, I was out of a job. Um, so had a couple all the AHL offers.
1: guys came.
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then uh I had a couple a couple offers to go to the Southern Professional Hockey League, I think, and at that time I, I had my scholarship and, and uh from the Western League obviously and I right. thought uh I thought I would go and start using that. Um so I came back and played uh Actually, another Devin LeBlanc, uh, again, off that other team. He was down in Grad Rapids at the time. Both Christmas graduated from uh, the Central League, and we both decided to go to the U of R for take our university. Oh, nice. Okay. So um, that's the story there. I Came back and played U of R. Ended up doing that for uh, half a semester and uh, decided it wasn't for me. And, uh, yeah, came back to the farm and, awesome. and went from there.
1: Okay. And did you dive right into playing senior AAA, or did you take some time off?
2: Uh, we what happened there? We actually started that year. We went on a run. We just played. Uh, well, we went into league in the South Valley Hockey League in Saskatchewan. a yeah. uh, Senior team, and we had a pretty good team in Rostown At that age, I had came home. I was young. Know, I was twenty-two. Um, next couple of years, you know, jo- Jordy Johnson. He's from Rostown too. We had uh, we had a good core guys. Our coach actually Keegan McAvoy was playing at the time, and Ediger was running it. And of course, um, I'm, i I yeah, I forget where I was. I was halfway home from Texas the one time and I get a call from Jason Edgar saying hey you're, you're staying at home right I'm like I don't know I'm, I've just been driving for, for 14 hours I have no, no idea what I'm doing right now at this point so That's great. we went and played we played in uh, B Provincials that first year um, went undefeated throughout the whole year throughout the Provincial run and everything next year went into B again and picked up that uh, nine import rule kind of picked some yeah. guys around and went into the Allen Cup um, and that was 2012 I believe in Lloyd Minster so yeah. Uh, anytime you know, you're uh, you, when you play hockey for a living, and, and most of your life you you come home and maybe you're not playing and you, you're missing something, right? It, it gives you something to drive through, and I think uh, senior hockey really helped it, and especially that level. Once you play that level, we didn't know much about the Allen Cup until we went to Lloyd, and we fell in love with it, and we've been chasing that dream for seven years now, I guess. So.
1: And it, it, and you guys play in the, well, it used to be the Chinook League, now Allen Cup Hockey West, so there's still some pretty serious road trips for you guys in Roadstown That
2: Yeah, it's... Because uh, all
1: the other teams are in Alberta, for people who don't know.
2: Yeah, so we don't have a, a AAA Hockey League in S- Saskatchewan. Um, it would be nice to have, you know, a little bit closer games right. and still <laughs> some competitive, but uh, this Allen Cup West Hockey, or formerly known as uh, Chinook Hockey League, is hands down like one of the best in, in senior hockey across the, the country so it's fun to still actually play you know it's it's a battle but it's fun um we generally leave Saturday morning when we come out here I think it's seven or eight times throughout the winter we leave Saturday morning from Rosetown on the bus um about usually 9 o'clock, we get out, checked into the hotel, play Saturday night, usually here in Lacombe, and play Innesville on Sunday. Or if we're going uh, if we're going north, we play Stony Plain and Fort Saskatchewan. Did have a team up until, yep. um, I believe, November or something like that. And then vice versa, when when teams come out to Rosetown, they come out, we play a Saturday night at home, Sunday afternoon. And, I mean, it's just as much as a... It's pretty nice when, when they're willing to do that, when they're willing to let us into that league to play this competitive hockey. Hockey, obviously, for uh, a tournament like this, it helps, so...
1: So, uh, how do you balance, do you f- farm like full-time? Do you do something else?
2: Uh, <laughs> raised, I got four kids. I got a eight-year-old daughter Sorry. and a five-year-old son and a four-year-old daughter and a year... So you're taking care of the family and you're running the ranch? Yeah, we farm with, uh, uh, my wife's brother. Uh, my wife is actively involved in it and her father as well. And then my dad helps as well. So it's, uh, when he can, he's a, he's an accountant, so, uh... It's uh he his seating time is pretty pretty busy but I seen him out here today I seen him and Mum made the trek over oh, here so assuming he's doing books in uh in the back seat the way home back to Rose right now
1: so what, so what uh I, I anyway mean, you're thirty now
2: yeah, yeah so 30.
1: what 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 keeps you going I mean you're not here on a uh, I'm assuming no one in Rose has a
2: six million dollar contract or anything like that <laughs> I I, would, <laughs> I wouldn't think so no. Maybe a six dozen case of beer contract, that's about it. But uh, (laughs) what keeps me going? I don't know. Um, The community, um, just being able to still go to the rink and and having the kids, uh, having my kids watch me and, and, uh, you know, coming to the room after. And it's, uh, yeah, I don't know what keeps me going, to be honest. (laughs) Not the bumps (laughs) and bruises, I'll tell you that. I don't know, for the love of the game, it's it's fun to be around the guys. It's fun to have... uh, Fun, fun to have my family around and all our families and everything together, so that 's what probably keeps my going me going is the family
1: Jared, thanks for dropping by I, I really appreciate being so generous with your time right after a game. I know you probably want to go eat and, and, and get cleaned up and congratulations on uh, moving on to the the semi and thanks for telling your story. Yeah, I know I appreciate
2: the time. Thank you very much we 're
1: going to make a quick line change and bring uh, Jeff uh, back in that 's Jared Jaggo from the Rosetown Red Wings, and uh, yeah, go ahead and just uh, you guys can just swap the headset there. <laughs> yeah. Nice so, so, Thanks, Jared. Thanks for drawing by. Well, this is fun. That is uh, that's a nice little way to get a post-game interview. The guy just walks, <laughs> walks right over and does it. Very accommodating. And thanks to you, Jeff. So Jeff McKinnis, the GM of the Lacombe Generals, is going to slide back in. And thanks to you as well for being so generous with your time. That was great to talk to hey. to Jared. He's got a lot of energy.
0: I wasn't able to hear much of it, but I heard some. But it, it, he is, I could tell, uh, just he's a senior oh. hockey player. He's, uh, it, yeah. he's a good player and he gets it. And so he he would be a good interview. He'd be a good because he's a good he's exactly what all of these teams are looking for. Yeah. He's the guy that he's the guy you're trying to find.
1: Okay, so I want to I said I want to talk to you about some big picture stuff with with senior hockey in the country and, and the Allen Cup. And it's it's a challenge. It's it's not easy. I think what has happened here in Alberta should be and, and could be a model for maybe some other regions of the nation if they find some communities and hard-working people like you and the guys in Stony, and, and all the volunteers that keep these teams going. Uh, how how many, let me put it to you this way, how many teams seriously entered the Allen Cup playdowns this year? Was it over 20? No. no. Was it over 15?
0: Yeah, i would be four, 13, 14.
1: 13, 14 to get six spots. So not bad. But when roster. I started
0: 20 years ago, it was like 47. It was
1: that many, eh? Yeah.
0: So we've seen a serious depletion. But part of that is that the level just does this. And so a lot of guys, it's like poker. Right. Say, well, we can't compete with that. So it's, I'll, we'll play double A. Okay. And so we don't have a lot of teams at the Allen Cup contending level. But uh, so the, the, the positive to losing, all <laughs> to, the, to the, the subtraction, is that the teams get deeper. Right, the ones that do survive get deep. So the level on the ice is wonderful, best it's ever been.
1: I would agree with that. Just from the game I just yeah, saw. Yeah, when I
0: started yeah. playing this hockey twenty years ago, I could go coast to coast at times. Well, I was not a very good hockey player. <laughs> I couldn't even begin to play this hockey. This 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 level is uh, well, it's a, well, you call it a semi pro type. You know, call you you know you would you would you would fit in well if we skated every day. We could certainly play at a CIS level and and do very well but we don't skate all our guys are past that in their lives but what i'm saying is that the hockey level is high but the participation level is real low mm-hmm. and so we're we're really pushing for a change in format to go away from the tournament uh because the tournament only works in certain locations it works very well here yes it's it's so it's hamilton next year and we're skeptical
1: it's not gonna uh, work that's right okay
0: the, the guys that run the team uh, one of the teams that are going to host it next year there are two teams and. I'm going to host. And one of the guys was out here until today. He just texted me, said, great job. Uh, it won't be like this next year. Uh, you know. The, he's, he's, already, so, he's
1: already. He's conceding that. Waving the white flag a little and bit. And he
0: did that in 2013. He came out to Red Deer where we hosted it. And, and he said it won't be like that next year in 2014 in Ontario. And, and it wasn't. It was nothing like this. So Okay. A tournament format's broken. Go away from that. Go to a, a playoff format, no different than the NHL, where you play and you carry on. So you win Alberta. You play the winner of BC. Win that, you play the winner of the Saskatchewan Manitoba series.
2: Yep.
0: Once you've won the West, you play the winner of the East in a series.
1: And, Th- and you'd alternate hosting, or you'd have home games each weekend, or I guess you'd figure that out.
0: You'd have to have that open ended. Okay. Because if it's BC and and Newfoundland, well, you're going to one spot. Okay. If it if it's two two guys that say, hey, we get big crowds, and we could we could alternate, you know, three games this year out east, and two games next in, in next weekend in uh, yeah, the West. And then next year it's vice versa. You get you know, or you know those you can leave those open ended. You can beca- decide that
1: yes, because you can revenue share too. Because if the home team is always in a series, that that's way better.
0: Absolutely. And, and not- so you get that fa- frenzy, the, the public, the community. You see it in Spruce Grove right now. I was talking to Rob Clarouk of the Spruce Grove Saints yesterday, because he was at our meeting. He also is the GM of the Stone yep. Pl- Stony Plain Eagles, and you know they're getting two thousand people a night into a rink just like this. So just like we do. But they can play, you know, dozens more games than we do, the junior hockey. But when you can get the community behind a winner, so anybody that's on a run, you win a series, you go on, and your crowds get bigger. Now you can financially afford to travel and or if you have to, revenue share for those series. So it was done for like of the 111 Allen Cups, I think 77 of them were series or play. Were that way, yes. Yeah. So we're going to go back that way if, if we have our way, and I think that'll spur some growth.
1: Okay, but does... Is Hockey Canada still deciding this is the way it has to be done?
0: Well, we're um, we're pushing, we're lobbying for them to, I'll be honest, get out of the way. Uh, let the participants decide how to compete for it. Uh, we are not the apple of Hockey Canada's eye. Uh, The World Juniors and all those other programs are what they focus on.
1: Look, I'm I'm just going to state it, and I felt this way uh, 14 years ago for the 05 tournament in Lloyd, which was a big one because it was the lockout Mm -hmm. and Flurry and and Lakovic and uh, and, and Ojuk were there and and a lot of good guys. It is a forgotten tournament by Hockey Canada, and Hockey Canada does a lot of great things, but if they don't want to run the Allen Cup the way it deserves to be run, then I, I think they should get out of it. I'm going to be that blunt
0: about it. Absolutely. We, so we had a meeting yesterday. Hockey Canada was in the meeting, uh, Hockey Alberta, Hockey Saskatchewan. Um, we were quite blunt. Uh, you know, we said, we're, we're putting on a brave face here. We can put on a heck of a show here for a week, and we can show you something that looks really sustainable, but it's not. Right. There's a lot of rules and regulations that, that um, obstruct senior hockey from growing. And so we don't have any control. And so Hockey Canada comes in once a year at the end and and puts their blazer on and says, okay, we're here. How's it going? What do you see? Yeah, looks good. Okay, we'll see you next year. Right. And so we're, we're over here just, just treading water, just trying to keep going every year. And, and, and they don't really, you know, it's not a personal attack that I'm giving Hockey Canada because they don't really know. To, they don't know that they're ignoring us um, because all they do is come to the Allen Cup and everything looks good but uh, but the rules the regulations the stipulations and how they decide or tell us how to decide our winner isn't working
1: well and and, and I talked about this on, on earlier shows what happened in Alberta you had an allen you had an allen cup west league winner that was not the provincial champion and then there was a separate playoff series for the se- for the other Alberta spot in the allen cup And then it was still unknown for a while whether or not a third team was going to come or play a B.C. team if there was a B.C. team. So I think that's kind of a summary of what
0: happened. (laughs) It is. It's
1: accurate. Which isn't good for people trying to follow it. Like, I genuinely want to follow it. But for someone to dive in and they hear me on the radio say, well, these two teams are playing and I can't tell you what happens to the winner and the loser, that probably is going to affect interest.
0: It, 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 that's an exact example. It's a perfect example of how broken our system is, because the hockey's so good and it, it deserves the ability to be to be uh, exhibited in its best. And its best is playoff hockey. Mm-hmm. And so we need to change our rules and regulations. We have regulations right now that call a kid an import who was grown who, who grew up in that town. Maybe he went away to play last year in Saskatchewan. He played junior A, say, mm-hmm. and then he comes back home to saint Lacombe and he's an import. And so you can only have so many of them. And you say, well, holy cow, we have to pick between this guy and that guy. And so we have all these regulatory problems. We have affiliation problems. We have we have some regions who can come to the Allen Cup after not competing because they don't have another league to play in yeah. without playing off with someone. So we we want the control to say, hey, that region should have to play off with this region. And, and don't let, because Rosetown's in Saskatchewan, don't let that fool you. They're in our league. Let's let our league winner go. Right.
1: Okay, so are there teams that don't play in a league all year? Like, it could... Could I live, could I go back to uh, whatever, pick a town or not, to Sudbury, Ontario? Could I move to Sudbury, Ontario and assemble guys and have a roster by January 10th and play a couple exhibition games and go into the Allen cup play Yeah,
0: Kenora, Ontario was, uh, was a culprit there. Kenora wouldn't play all year, yet would assemble a team, and they would have to play the winner of the Ontario League. And the Ontario League a couple times lost to them uh Kenora, you can get some pretty good hockey players, uh, you know, ex-pros and that, to say, I'll give you this much of my time. Mm-hmm. And, if, and if you practice just enough and you just get enough of ta- talent, you can beat our teams with a, with a host of studs because commitment is a bit of the, the problem in when you're recruiting our men because they're saying, well, I'm new to my job. I've got two young kids, three young, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And they'll say, well, I couldn't give you that much time to play for you all year. But there's a team over here calling me. All I got to do is go play... You know, two weekends, and then if we win this, we're on the Allen Cup. So, yeah. Could you do that? Yeah, you can do that. And so we want to go away from that. We want to say, well, no, you have to play a series against this, and then the, the winners of you have to play a series against these guys.
1: Right, so even if you as- assemble a team late in the season, the playdowns are a little more arduous.
0: And we and we had a report we made last summer where we had a meeting in Calgary. Uh, the Ontario guys flew out. We talked, and we uh, we said, well, you would have to play a minimum of six to eight regulated games, regulated by the Right, okay. By the so so if you want to be in Kelowna, Kelowna flirted the idea of having a team this year. And Kelowna, if you want to okay, you come out and you have uh, you know, three weekends of home of, of you know, two games in Lacombe, two games in Stony Plain, two games in Innisfail two games in Rosetown you've you know, you've done your you've done your part. You're in our league. Well you know, we'd have to stagger it somehow. So that maybe they play less games than we do, but that's a start. We did it with Rosetown. That's how Rosetown got here. Yeah, exactly. So we staggered it. We said, okay, you guys, trial and error. Let's figure it out the first year. We'll let you play a staggered schedule. You're not eligible for the playoffs. But then next year you come in full. And, you know, if you allow the teams the ability to conform to whatever geographic problems or geographic um, obstacles there are, we can make it work. Uh, So you you need the flexibility, the creativity, and the authority to be able to make those decisions as directors of teams. Well, Jeff, I, I
1: appreciate you being so generous with your time. Thanks for having us down. Obviously, I'm sticking around until 8, but uh, good luck tomorrow in the semifinal. In fail and Hout Madawaska. Pretty sac- close. Pretty I th- close. I think you got it. From, they're from New Brunswick? That's right. Okay. Coming up at, uh, at 8 o'clock and, of course, Rosetown just beat the southeast prairie thunder out of manitoba 4-2 in the first uh, first quarter final jeff mckinnis gm of the lacombe generals thank you so much for your time thank you we're back after the seven o'clock news eskimos linebacker
0: Corey jones 6 30 chad inside sports with reed wilkins weekdays at six on 6 30 chad